Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is David Michael. I'm Michael Carter. And we are Ridiculously, Ridiculously Bored. Is there really a reason for people to download, actually download porn anymore rather than just watch it online? Isn't it all streaming now anyways? Like, why would you download, why would you want it on your hard drive, first of all? What if it's like illegal shit and you didn't know it? Well, I'm not talking about, you know, <laughs> home videos by Bill Cosby here. <laughs> no, no, like the, you know, the barely legal teens, yeah. you know, the 18-year-olds that weren't really 18. It turns out they were 15 and you're fucked. Not that I have know this from experience. Are you ready to go? Can I start talking? <laughs> yes, you can start talking. <laughs> so th that leads into everybody, thank you and welcome. David and I and a couple of the other boys got back from New Orleans this past weekend. Or New Orleans. Uh, yeah, or New Orleans. Depends on how you want to pronounce it. Either one is... Uh, no, it's the only way to pronounce it. <laughs> go Trump, right, David? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's funny because David mentions barely legal. When we were in new Hold orleans on. no i didn't that's not part of the show you did just mention it oh yeah it's getting cut out <laughs> okay so um let's just say a discussion was being had that uh humorously was on the story barely legal hypothetically when we were in new orleans we were walking down bourbon street and one of the clubs was called barely legal yep and i'm like how would somebody possibly go into that club? Even if it is their thing, right? Which is a little bit crazy that that's their thing. But even if it's their thing, like you're just asking for trouble being there for a few different reasons. Is one, let's just say somebody sees you and takes a photo of you going in or out of that location. How are you really going to justify that to family, friends, work, any of that stuff? But the fact of the matter is like I get – Look, I get bourbon straight and I get how it works. And I get it's the dirtiest of dirty and it's the dredge of the dredge, right? But it to have that as too. one of the locations, yeah, it was fucking very dirty. Um, so let's let's talk about New Orleans. So I think the key word there is legal, though. Barely legal, but it's legal. Can you really get in that much trouble yeah. for that? Um, I... <laughs> Why put yourself in that position? <laughs> go to the other <laughs> strip club across the street if that's what you want, <laughs> right? I'm not saying go to the barely alive strip club, which could be like these 90-year-old ladies <laughs> the, on their the last other end leg. Of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any that just have like average dating? Uh, Can I get something? Uh, average age women? Like uh, I, don't, I don't need those extremes. So it was myself, David, Hot Chocolate, and Sugar Daddy. Uh, GQ. We went, we invited a lot of other people. Everybody always says they're going to come to different places if it's not Vegas, and then nobody ends up coming. So um, <clears throat> let's let's talk about as we're on the way out there. We'll start all the way almost at the beginning. GQ and I are sitting next to each other on a flight, and he says, he tells me a story about somebody he was talking to the night before, and he mentioned, she asked, where are you staying? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. And, you know, she, she was like, well, if you don't want to tell me, you don't have to, right? And he's like, no, that's not the case. He's like, I really don't know. Um, you know, my friend plans all this stuff. He plans the hotel. He plans a couple different things, et cetera, et cetera. 
So as he's telling me this story, I'm like, yeah, but this time you booked your own hotel. And he's like, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I'm like, uh, dude, I'm not, I'm not fucking around with you. I did not book you a room. And at that point, he's like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you booked me a room. Maybe 10 seconds go by. David sends me a message that says, did you book me a room? Where am I staying? <laughs> <laughs> so as I pointed out to you later, I'm like, the funny thing about that, I'm like, I said to him, I'm like, you just texted David, didn't you? And he's like, no, I didn't say anything to David. Why? And I showed him. I'm like, how is it that within 30 seconds of each other, you both asked the same fucking question? <laughs> and I'm like, and the answer to both of you is, no, I did not book you a room. <laughs> right? So we go Panic through. immediately sets in. Yeah, yes. So we go through. Yeah. Uh, a string of older text messages. And we find the one where I sent to him first. And I said, here's the hotel I booked. Here's the flight I booked. You need to book your own flight and room. No, 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 no. That's not it. That's not what you said. No, no, no. That's that the was one what just... you said, it would have been clear. You no, no, said, no, no. That's just, hold on, you hold on, should David. do the same. No, okay, here. This is where you're confusing him. That's what I said directly to him. Oh, okay. He showed me the message where for the people listening, you know, you wonder how criminals get off. This guy had the message that said, you should book your room. And he still told me, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so then afterwards, I sent a message to the four of us who were going. And because I thought my message to GQ was clear when I said, you need to book your own room. My message to the four of us was... GQ and I booked our room and our flights. You guys should do the same. And that's what you, that's the message you got, which right. that didn't seem to set in with you either. So I don't know where your argument no, is going from here. I mean, in hindsight, I should have, I should have read that correctly and been like, all right, shit, I got to go book my room. But past memory, whoever books the trip books the rooms, right? Yes. Or we'll talk about it beforehand. And usually one person books all the rooms. Yes. So this would be the first time. That's true. In, I want to say, 20 years, that one person did not book all the rooms. Right. And in, in my head, and though nobody else is, it seems, in my head, the logic there was there was a couple different factors. You hadn't booked your ticket yet, so I was like, I, I wonder if David will bail out at the last minute, because you've been all over the place this year, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I wonder if I'll have to bail out at the last minute. So that was one. Hot chocolate, I don't include him in the gathering until I see his face in the city, right? Because he could change always last minute as well. So GQ does have a point. Normally I do book his room, but as we, we backed up a little bit as we were talking about this story was the night I booked everything, I called him up. And this is now on me. He was drunk right? <laughs> when I talked to him. And I said, hey, there's an amazing deal on a flight. I'm going to book it now, and I'm going to book my hotel. What do you want to do? And he said, I'll book my own stuff tomorrow. So it was like a comedy of errors where it was things just kept layering on themselves. And he had no recollection of that conversation? No. He doesn't even remember me calling him. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, look, that definitely happened. Just like <laughs> when people start talking about what they did the night before, I'm always like um, – would you like to know what actually happened? Because I was the one who wasn't drinking. I could fill you in on the story. So <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how this was. I'm like, look, I know you don't think it happened, 
but it happened. I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, you do occasionally take some liberties when folks are drunk and make shit up and be like, here, let me tell you a story about what you did last night. Should have had him uh, just wire me money that night. That's what I should have done. <laughs> so you All get right, to New well, Orleans a couple hours after us. Yes, I did. And, um, well, ended up staying in my room because he never booked one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's beside Which the point. Which you found out on the plane. Hey, I need a place yeah. to stay. <laughs> found out on the plane. Even though I had twin beds, um, the hotel for some reason gave me one, so I had to go back downstairs and get two beds. But you're you're welcome, by the way. The fucking room was four hundred and fifty bucks a night. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's expensive. And I don't know what the reason was because well, the location was really good. We were literally across the street from Bourbon Street, and right in the heart of like the French Quarter, which is where you want to be. And to to your you know favorite uh, place to be, we were about three blocks from the casino. Yes. Which was a requirement. You have to please everybody. Right? You have to please everybody. <laughs> no, just you. You booked the room. So this one being in the perfect location goes back to very, very early on when we were booking the Vegas trip each year. One year, I was like, wow, this Hilton has a really good rate. You know, It was like a third of everybody else's. <laughs> but that's because it was forever away from the strip (laughs) and so i know not to make that mistake again when it comes to picking a location i think we've all made that mistake once because didn't uh sugar daddy book us at the broadwalk hotel yes the boardwalk broadwalk whatever you want to call it i think it was called broadwalk and so for people who've never seen this hotel in vegas like um the bellagio is very well known for oceans 11 the Broadwalk's probably very well known for murders and suicides. <laughs> there was tape it on was, the floor. Yeah. <laughs> it has since become the parking lot of the Bellagio, on a side note. but Yeah, they did not condemn it. It was such a terrible hotel that my running joke was all the hotels normally have cameras. I'm like, this one actually has somebody watching and sketching out the, the people at the table because <laughs> they, they're so low, low, uh, low scale. So, so Sugar Daddy um, did that once. Another time, I was going for a conference, but I wanted to go a day early to play in a poker tournament. So I found, you know, my, my company was, was paying for a nice hotel for the rest of the week. I wanted a cheap hotel so I can just go and just play poker. And I ended up booking, I think it was called the Westward Ho. Oh, my God. And it made the boardwalk look like a fucking Taj Mahal. It was it was pretty bad. It was I like I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to touch the top of the sheets. Like that's how bad it was. Well, I mean, I I, th- I think this goes as a universal statement. I could be wrong, but anything with the word "ho" in it, where that's not in the middle of the word, like not even like "ho ho ho," just the broad. What was it called? It was the westward ho. The westward ho. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So what did you think of the New Orleans food while we were there? Um, I was actually extremely disappointed. I think it was average at best. Um, the only thing I did like was the beignets were awesome, but that's what they're known for. So I kind of expected that. But I also thought it was funny that we were walking around looking for this place, Cafe Du Monde, which is there. It's like, I guess it's like the place to go if you want to get beignets. And then on Sunday, and we walked for a solid like half mile, like it was pretty far off the strip. 
And then Sunday we get to the airport and there's a fucking Cafe Dumont in the airport. <laughs> but uh, are we going to, like, you always like to com- to point out when I'm the one whining and complaining about stuff. Are we going to talk about how much you were whining about having to go specifically to Cafe Dumont? And you kept saying, this place has it. This place has it. Yeah, like this? every place. Ha- well, this I, place I had has never it. heard of the story that like it's the place to go, and you were saying that, so I'm like, all right, fine. If it's the place to go, it's the place to go. But I was being annoying every time we passed a place, and I said, oh look, a beignet. Oh look, they have beignets. Oh look, this one has a beignet too. Where are we going again? So the the trip to the beignets, though, which ended up uh, we were fortuitous in the fact that we stumbled across a parade. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so random. So, and it was you, a Christmas you, parade. Yeah, you talked to. Uh, can you call it a Christmas parade when Santa was a Chick Fil A cow, which is uh, what he was? It was yeah. Sponsored. Uh, it was. It was New Orleans style Christmas parade. Yeah. So you talked to one of the security guards, I think. Um, what no, were they it was just a local. About? Just a oh, local. Just a, oh, that's right. It was a local. Um, did you get his number? <laughs> I did not get his number. Okay, just just checking. Um, <laughs> What did he tell you about the parade? Um, he just said it's an annual tradition. They've been doing it for forever. He said that, uh, ironically, for the first time in forever, they had rerouted and um, moved the time, the start and end times of the parade around the fact that both LSU and Tulane were in, playing in uh, championship games that day. So they, they the city wanted... They didn't want people to not be able to attend and or watch the games, so they uh, they both they, they they like moved it so that it didn't go you know down a certain street where there was going to be a lot of traffic to one of the stadiums, and then it didn't uh, they they moved the timing so that people wouldn't wouldn't miss the games, which was I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, I mean that's some that's some pretty big shit moving a fucking parade like yeah just because of a game. Well, that's a big um, deal. So. Yeah. So sorry, we got all, we got all away from the food. So do you think the food wasn't that great because of where we picked, or do you just think the food is overhyped there? Um, I want to say the food is probably overhyped. Now, don't get me wrong. I love me some Cajun food, and I've had Cajun food in every city because anytime I'm in a city and Cajun food is an option, I will try it. Um, and I've had some good. Cajun food in Phoenix. I've had some great Cajun food in Colorado, New York, you name it. Um, so the, the expectations were pretty high. And when we get there, the first night we had a reservation, but you guys moved it for some reason. I hadn't eaten since noon. I get there at six and you guys move the reservation to like nine o'clock. And I'm like, there's yeah. no fucking way I'm going to last that long. Well, two things. As every person going to New Orleans should do, we went and had sushi <laughs> for lunch. <laughs> and so we ate some sushi and then it, it got away from us. Like we ate so much that we're like, fuck, we can't eat again in four and a half hours. Like it's just not going to happen. And that's why we moved it. Well, um, and do you think was, was that because everybody ordered a lot of food or is that because you like to have one of everything on the menu? Um, why can't it be both? <laughs> I definitely, after we, we set up an initial order, which was, let's say, five items, um, and they weren't the biggest plates, though they were like, they were sharing plates, but then I was like, oh, what's this? And the guy would tell me, and I'm like, yeah, let's get one of those too. And then he'd bring that, we'd eat that, and we're like, oh, still got another hour and a half for David to come. I'm like, 
what's this thing? <laughs> I will take one of those too. So I was one doing most of the ordering, but everybody was eating it. All right, but but yes, before I was you blame me and my tardiness, because my flight was delayed a little bit, you did that at at least two other meals during the weekend where you were like, all right, let's let's all figure out what we want to eat. Everybody figures out what they want to eat. And then you're like, all right, now let's get like five appetizers. <laughs> by the yeah, time the which, actual food comes, we're all like stuffed. So the funny thing you say that, but when we were at one of the restaurants and we all ordered our own mains and uh, we had some appetizers. I don't remember what they were. But we all had our own mains. And then we were like, oh, shit, none of us ordered a po' boy. So we're like, why don't yeah. we get one and split it in four after no, we have came eaten out. lunch? Yeah. One, of the, yeah. one of the servers was bringing it out. I'm like, wow, that looks really good. You're like, okay, <laughs> let's order another one. <laughs> so everybody's like, I can't possibly. Like, you got to be crazy. She put it on the table. I'm yeah, very sure she it. had to count her fingers when she was done how fast all four of us ate that. <laughs> it was good. So. It was good. That was actually probably one of the better meals that we'd had was that po' yeah. boy. Um, but here's, here's my thing. What I was trying to say was we had – like we always do, we make reservations at some nice restaurants before we even get into town, right? Because we want to have a place to go. Um, for whatever reason, all of the nights it didn't work out. So we ended up mm-hmm. not using any of our reservations. Um, partially because I brought nothing but t-shirts and all of them required a collared fucking shirt or a button down, which I did not have. Well, let's be clear. One of them didn't work out because the guy said to us, <laughs> you're not getting in like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on vacation. I'm not bringing fucking grown-up clothes. So, yeah. And you're right. Like, we, we, we ended up not going to any of our original places. And, you know, one of the things with walking around a town, like, I've been there a couple times, but I haven't been there in, I was there two years ago for work, which was a lot of work people, and they had, like, very structured events. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like we were randomly eating at all these different places. And then I was there, like, seven years ago, and then, like, 20 years ago. So... Though I've been there a couple of times, I don't know the place. So it's just, it was nice to be able to walk around and stumble around and, you know, try some different foods. And, oh, yeah, I'm, I I'm, mean, like, that's my thing. Like, when we go on vacation, like the wife and I, or we go on a cruise, and every time we're in port, there's like these excursions. I'm like, no, I don't want to do an excursion. I just want to walk around and like eat local food. And I mean, Puerto Rico, Bahamas, like, there are some places where we did that and it was the most, awesomest food and the most memorable like trip because we just kind of walked around and did things like Puerto Rico I fell in love with because we didn't want to have any plans when we went there and we literally just walked around and found like these random little hole in the wall places and some of them once you swatted away all the fucking flies had ridiculously good food like it it was like legitimate hole in the wall but to actually have like Puerto Rican food it was just, it was really, really good and really memorable. So I'm the first one to do that anytime we go on vacation. I have no problem staying away from the the restaurants and then trying to find hole in the walls. But in this case, every restaurant we found was just so-so. Well, one of them, like we should have known, right? Well, we were walking on Bourbon Street and every restaurant we stopped at that would let derelicts like us in, they're like, yeah, you got at least two hours before you get in. Next one, you got at least two hours before you get in. Next one, you want to make a reservation for 1030? Like, you can get in. The one we went to, they were like, we have plenty of tables. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that probably should have been a sign to us that this was maybe not the best restaurant, that yeah. every other place was so fucking busy and this had no one. <laughs> so maybe that's just me, maybe. Maybe. 
So we tried alligator. I tried it twice. You weren't at one of the meals. We had a alligator sushi roll. Which it's like chicken. It legitimately tasted like chicken. Like you could not notice the difference. It was really weird. And then GQ got alligator wings, I think they called it, which were yeah. legitimately little baby alligator arms and legs. arms. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like buffalo wings. They're not really a buffalo's fucking wings. I just thought yeah. they were going to be, they were calling them alligator wings. So, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, I mean, <laughs> kind of fucked up when you think about it. But, hey, we eat uh, lamb. We eat uh, veal. Those are all fucked up ways to, to kill animals. Yeah, well, think about it, though. What's worse for the alligator, becoming a belt and some shoes or getting its uh, arms eaten? I mean, there's really no win there. Once you're dead, Oh, you're if dead. you think that. They kill an alligator. They don't use all of the alligator for something. Um, I'm sure that that alligator we ate, we ate his arms and legs. <laughs> his his backside is is around somebody's waist for sure. <laughs> yeah, and his insides is probably in some cat food somewhere or something. <laughs> all right. So um, as we're walking around the town and the parade and things like that, which was nice. Um, we stumble across a guy in the park who is um, says a poem for tips or something like that was what his sign said. Or I'll yeah, write you a he poem. was he will write you a poem on the spot. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'll write you a poem on the spot. So, without saying anybody's names and who was saying it, a little bit before that is important to the poem people. So I got to talk about it. <laughs> um, it came up about tossing salad. Right? And I'm not talking about Chris Rock saying tossing the guy's salad in prison, like your significant other or your wife, your girlfriend, whoever. I don't remember. And so there that. was. There was that was, part of that conversation? Yeah, I would, you don't remember it. I don't remember that. Yes, maybe you were too drunk on vignettes or something at that point. <laughs> so we, um, that was a discussion leading up to what's walking down, like literally walking down the street. Like we just don't give a fuck. We're talking out loud. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> People are like people passing by. Like, what's going on? Like, one point, some lady walked by me who had perky little breasts and piercings and no bra and a very tight shirt on. And I just said to her, "Hey, nice nips." And she was like, "I thank you." Like, it's just a crazy place down there. Um, so we walk up to the guy doing the poems, and I'm like, "I want to get a poem." So I'm like, "What does it cost?" And he said, "Well, it's, it's there's no cost, sir. It's only donations. Whatever you want to give." So I said, okay, pointing to the person who was talking about it. I said, I want to write a poem. I want you to write a poem about this guy loving to eat ass, right? So that's what I say to the guy. <laughs> so the the poet has this defeated face on, shreds, like sinks into his chair and has the look of, which I'm pretty sure was running through his mind, I got a literary degree for this. Like, that's what he was thinking. I'm <laughs> relatively sure that's what he was thinking. He had this, like, just general look of disdain and disappointment yeah. <laughs> before you even finish the sentence. So he, he said, that, well, that's going to cost more. And I'm like, you said it was donations. I'm like, I'll give you more. I'm like, but you said it was donations. So unfortunately, I, he I was think like, you, I think what you really said was, I can think of a thousand words that rhyme with ass. <laughs> yeah, I did. As, <laughs> as we were walking away, because now I was upset. I'm like, ass is a pretty easy word to rhyme with. Like, fuck, Why would it cost tapping, more? Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's like, and, and look, I looked at his typewriter there and he's used a typewriter because that's what cool people do. There were no words typed on it as of right now. 
And he's like, well, see, I'm working on this poem right now in my head for somebody else. So you'd have to wait like 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not waiting. So that was his way of saying no without saying no. That's when I started walking away going, I'm like, ass is so fucking easy to rhyme with. Ass, grass, cash, like anything you want, you could rhyme to it. So, um, All right, yeah. Eminem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I have a question for you because we went to the casino. Yes. And there was some debate afterwards. Uh, and, and I think we need to do a poll of our listeners because apparently I tipped the dealer too much. When I was on a fucking hot streak on the roulette table. And my thing with gambling is always this. If I do well, the dealer will do well. I will glad. And I get it. It's mostly luck. Uh, has the dealers really do nothing other than just kind of show you a bunch of cards or, or, or roll a freaking dice or throw a ball. Right. They don't do a whole lot, but the, I'm pretty sure they don't get paid a lot other than tips, similarly like servers. So, so that's fine. So I, I don't have a problem tipping. All right. But when I hit like six out of 10 numbers and on I'm roulette, in, you just gotta say on roulette yep. and I'm increasing my bet almost every time. Right. I may, I may win twice and then I'll increase it again. And then I'll win a couple more times and I'll increase it again. So I'm fucking cleaning up at this table right. and I was, Winning. Well, we don't need to say numbers, but you you were tipping about ten percent of your winnings. It was less than ten percent, but yeah. yeah, close to eight percent, let's say. Sure. And I'm like, that adds up to be a lot of money. And look, I'm I'm of two minds here. Like you said, if you do well, they do well. So I might have a different view on this. Is if it was like it's the end of the night, I'm walking away from the table with two thousand bucks. Let me give the person a hundred, two hundred bucks, right? Then you've mm-hmm. you've won for the that battle, and you've walked away from it. So that one I understand. The problem is just like in if you're tipping in blackjack and in the other game while you're playing, is you know they could make a couple hundred bucks, and at the end you could fucking walk away with nothing, and yeah, like true. they made out and you didn't, right? So true. that that was the area that I thought was was that's why I'm like I I look it's your money. I don't put my hand in your pocket, but I'm like. I thought that was a lot because, like, when I play roulette, I bet five dollar chips, and if I hit, I give them a five dollar chip. That's it, mm-hmm. one chip. Um, but so yeah. So we if you double your bet and you're betting ten dollars a hand, would you give them ten dollar tip? I, no, I still give them just the, the you one. Still chip. give them five dollars. You mm-hmm. cheap fuck. So that's at a normal roulette table. So now let's talk about where there was the mean old bitch table. Where I don't know if you were you with me when I was yelling at the person. I don't think so. Or you know, so oh, you might not even know the story at all. Then no, I roll up to a roulette table, a roulette table. I ask for my my chips. I hit a number. First roll, hit a number. I said, "Can I?" Oh no, so sorry. Let me even back up further. Gave her my money and I said, five dollar value. Can I get the yellow chips? You can't pick your own color. I'm like, really. What? I've never so had that done before. You, you, there's a theme here. Yeah, she's like, true. she's like, you, you're not allowed to pick your own color. Once you tell me that's the color you want, I can't give you that color. So I said, okay, can I have? A, I can't believe I didn't tell you this while we were there. No. I said, can I get five dollar chips and I'll take either the blue, the yellow, the green, the brown, <laughs> the red, or the white. So I'm like, now what are you gonna do? That's awesome. So she was 
probably pissed at me already. And I want to point out to people I was not drinking, I was not drunk and acting like an asshole. It just the lady and I didn't hit off from the very beginning. Well, you weren't drunk. Yeah. So she gives me she gives me some of my chips, spins the wheel. I hit the first number. What color did you get? So, well, uh, I don't know, blue. You don't know what color chips you got? I don't remember. You made such a big deal out of the color, and you don't know? I was only there for two or three hands. This is what (laughs) happens. So I said to her, I said, uh, can I get one black chip, the $100 chips, and the rest in my color? No. Not allowed to do that. I have to pay you in your chips until I'm out of your chips behind me. And I'm like, that's not the rules. And she's like, yeah, no, it's the rules. So... So she gives me the normal $5 chips. I spend another number. I think I lost one. Then the next one, I hit again. And I'm like, now can I get a black chip? No. I already told you, no, you cannot. So I'm like, fuck this bitch. Put all my chips in. I said, cash me out. So as she's doing that, she has to call over the pit boss. So now she gives me, (laughs) thankfully, the timing of this was right. Because she gave me my chips before I started yelling at her and the pit boss now. (laughs) So... (laughs) She gives me my chips, and so I say to the pit boss, as I'm holding them, I said, I got a question for you. I said, am I not allowed to get a black chip at the table when I'm playing? So he goes, not allowed? He goes, like, what do you mean not allowed? I'm like, let's say I hit a number, and I want a black chip in my payout. Am I allowed that? And he's like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, when I walk up to the table, am I allowed to pick my color? And he's like, yeah. He's like, just tell them the color you want. So I'm like, you might want to tell this woman here these are the rules, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I'm like, she don't know what the fuck she's doing. <laughs> and then so she starts yelling at me. He starts yelling at me. I start yelling at her. And then I just start walking away. But I was so annoyed at the whole process of this was not somebody following the rules. <clears throat> this was somebody making up their own rules because they felt it was easier for them. Yeah. So clearly. Unlike in Vegas or Atlantic City when I've done that, if they would have kicked me out, I had no backup plan. Right? <laughs> There's nowhere else to go. <laughs> because as in Atlantic City, as someone threatened to throw myself and GQ out many years ago, I said to them, oh, no, don't. Do you happen to know where there's another casino that I could go to? <laughs> I didn't have that option in New Orleans. There was no, only one casino. No, not, not quite. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So maybe we should put up a poll because I think – and I didn't tip her at all. On a side note, oh, the, so in that case, I wouldn't fucking I wouldn't tip her yeah. at all either. So, in fact, I would tell everybody else at the table, don't tip her. Yeah, <laughs> there wasn't many people at her table, and I wonder why. Yeah, you think so? Are, are are you done with New Orleans? Any 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 more stories you want to go through? That's it. That's all you got. That's all I got. All we, we had a a bartender we think might have lied to us with her what her name was. <laughs> As didn't lie. we asked her, we, she she convinced us to eat at the restaurant that people were having drinks at, and then when we went to the front desk, uh, the uh, what is it called, Mater D. We went to the Mater D to ask for a table. We were like, oh, uh, Gabriella, Claire, whatever her name was. We're like, she told us that you could fit us in tonight because we had been having the problem with every restaurant being sold out. And they're like, who are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, Gabriella, the uh, the bartender. And they're like, we don't have any bartenders named Gabriella. So I'm like, that fucking lady right there. <laughs> so she started laughing. She's like, she gave you a fake name. So I went back to her. And I'm like. You called her out on it. Yeah. I'm like, so is your name Gabriella or not? And she's like, oh, well, yeah, I actually have a bunch of names. It was like, you know, 
Maria Conchito Alonso type thing, right? She had like a bunch of names, and she's like, that's mm-hmm. just one of them. So I think she played us. I think she got us to eat there, and she had no pull <laughs> she, at all. She didn't want you to, to know her name. Maybe that's what yes. it was. Maybe you were too creepy. Maybe. I didn't ask for a number. <laughs> so it's been a few weeks since we've had an episode. Um, it was It was a combination of your work schedule, my work schedule, us both being out of town at the same time, which we tried recording on the road once and it, it didn't, it didn't work out very well. Um, yeah. mainly because you don't like looking me at the face in the face when, uh, when we have conversations cause you're too well, shy. See the, and you film and you like doing them nude. So that was awkward. Well, but you know, that's just, that's my thing though. Didn't want to go look to the bathroom. Didn't nude. Look, I like to film. Didn't want to look nude. down. <laughs> <laughs> While we were gone, so much shit happened in the news. We didn't get to talk about any of it. Yes. The whole Kanye thing. All right. Who all of a well, sudden? Kanye. He's, uh, who now? <laughs> yeah. So all of a sudden he's a he's a supporter of Hitler. Um, Trump losing his lawsuit in New York and God knows where else. And we, we all know what happened in the election. And then Elon releasing the quote unquote Twitter files, which were some stupid little internal conversation about the Hunter Biden photos that people were posting that they pulled mm-hmm. down. And people were, were trying to say that that uh, you know it, they were trying to 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 hush a story right before the election. Do you know what what actually what they were they were pulling down? No. So no. Tell me what photos they were pulling down. Pictures of his dick. Hunter Biden's dick. Hunter Biden's dick. Was he full? Somebody pulled them off of his laptop. All right. And there were pictures of his dick that he had sent to people that apparently he stored. I thought he was also caught up in some like maybe child pornography type stuff as well. Oh, well, he's a shady motherfucker. Uh, he, he's done a lot of shit that should probably be investigated for sure. But the big hubbub that people were making about it was that, oh, you know, uh, Joe Biden called the CEO of Twitter and said, can you please remove these posts? And they took that as, you know, like a kind of like a hush, hush thing. You know, we don't want this to get out right before the election. But the reality is, technically, it's revenge porn. So y- well, you can't post it anyways. So they were well, they were trying to take it down. Well, let's back up a second. Twitter doesn't even allow you to. Sh- isn't that the one that doesn't even allow you to show nipples? They're not allowing you to show dick pics. Right, but if if a thousand people post the same photo. Uh, you, you have to, I mean, you need an army of people to, to pull that shit down right. there. I'm sure there's bots and algorithms that will find it, but the reality is that it, some of it's going to get through. So, so I think what happened, and again, I wasn't there, but this is, this is the story, at least that the, the news outlets are portraying is that it was, it was legitimate porn that they were just trying to get it pulled offline. <laughs> yeah. So David and I, when we normally talk about these stories, we're like, Oh, we'll just Google and get more details. Nope. Because <laughs> the only detail that I'm going to get is a picture of his dick. I can yeah. live without it. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, so, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. So, all right, you 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 spewed a couple there. You see this? This is what I don't understand about you wanting to stop after 100. You're away for two weeks, and you're just like, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. You're gonna blow. <laughs> you're gonna explode while you're by but yourself. Usually, we talk about like current events, and I'm like, we haven't talked about current events in like a month. <laughs> So the, the Kanye thing, a couple of things that happened from that that I find really interesting. So first of all, Adidas was like, dude, you are fucked in the head. 
yeah. we are we're not selling your shoes anymore. So a lot of people were like, oh, that sucks, man, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, no, no, sorry, let me clarify a little bit. We're just taking his name off the shoe. <laughs> like, they're like, we're still <laughs> selling these shoes. We've made fucking thousands and thousands of these. So they're still going to sell the shoes. They're just not going to be called Yeezys, which I also would think that would hurt the sales. But yeah, you know, that's going to I don't think those, sure. I don't think most of those look any good. I just think it's part of what it is. The other thing, and I, and I mentioned this to you in person. The thing I don't understand, so when it comes to like saying something positive about Hitler, right, which is what Kanye was doing in his in his rant and his diatribe and all the things that you might call it, I was joking with you that like let's let's say in a side story, Hitler was great at golf. I don't need to mention that in any story ever about Hitler. <laughs> like, I don't need to be like, oh well, Hitler did this wrong and this don't, but you know what? He was great at golf. Like you just don't need to mention it in any sort of he did something positive. And what he was mentioning was not positive things anyway. But he's just he's out of his fucking mind. I know yeah. Hot Chocolate keeps saying he he thinks he stopped taking the meds that he's supposed to take. Yeah. Uh I I, I think a sane person wouldn't try and make an argument that, you know, someone as notorious as Adolf Hitler had any good qualities. They might internally go, okay, you know what? Hitler was responsible for, I don't know, the creation of the Volkswagen. That's actually a true story. Um, yes, that he, is true. Yeah. So, so Volkswagen's a great brand. I've, you know, I've owned uh, a Volkswagen, loved it. Still one of my favorite cars. I had a GTI. Have, have you ever looked at it in the lot and said, man, that's a quality Hitler vehicle, though? No, <laughs> no. So thankfully, they've, they've whitewashed the hell out of that brand. But, um, but to the point, you know the 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 iconic Volkswagen Beetle that is is will go down in histories as one of the most iconic vehicles ever made. Um, he commissioned that and said, "I literally want you to go create a vehicle." All right, so we're we're doing what Kanye is doing. We have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's but move on. My point being is, a sane person would would not try and make that argument. You know what I mean? Okay. They would go, "Okay, it happened." It's probably a coincidence that he did some good things because the bad far outweighed the good in the millions and millions and millions of people that he killed. So it would be like, so who's the the guy who was eating his murder victims? Dahmer? Was that Dahmer? Uh, pick pick a. Uh, there's fucking dozens of them. But uh, let's, yeah, say, Dahmer, let's say Dahmer, let's say it was did Dahmer. do some some cannibalism. That's like people saying, you know, Dahmer wasn't so bad. He had a great appetite. <laughs> <laughs> he was a great chef. Yeah. That dude can make anything taste good. <laughs> And his tartare was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, human carpaccio, which is fucking out of this world. <laughs> so speaking of people being off their meds, so I started a new med about a week and a half ago. Viagra. Um, Stan the man was over for Thanksgiving. Uh, he was a guy I work with who um, he had nowhere else to go. So I was like, oh, why don't you come over? Like, um, So he came over. And as we were just bullshitting that day, he was telling me about you know, he knows about my knee surgery and all those things. And he's like, oh, there's this medicine that helps rebuild knee joints, muscles, things like that. Um, and he brought it up on Amazon, and it, it's called Animal Flex, right? That's just what it's called. Oh, boy. Um, it has many, many ingredients that I have never heard of, but clearly are legal. <laughs> Doubt FDA approved, but clearly legal. <laughs> For sure. Um, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll give it a try. I'm like, you know, that like I always say, like when I hurt my back in 20, 
16 and I ended up having back surgery. I was at a point where it hurt so bad. I'm like, I totally understand why people do crazy ass drugs and like why they're trying to get the rhino's horn to fucking grind down and yeah, drink. Do anything to get. Away I was from do the pain. anything to get away from that pain. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just give this a try. I'm like, if it helps, it helps. If it doesn't, then you know, I wasted 30, 40 bucks. They come in these pre-packed bags that are. It's like ten pills in each. And it's as if they had a competition in the factory to say who can make the biggest pill in this pack. <laughs> they just <laughs> they just keep getting bigger and bigger. So um, yeah, that's I'm trying this new medicine. We'll see how it goes. We'll see if it does any improvements to my knee. Uh, just, the whole rebuilding thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not going to rebuild dick. Right, yeah, I would think so too. But like sometimes there are some things that help with swelling, right? There are some medicines that are known for positive, um, not medicine, sorry, some even vitamins or um, fruit and things like that, right? Like, you know, you get gout from eating these really rich and, and uh, fatty foods, but things like blueberries are really healthy for you and they help with your antioxidants, bloodstream, things like that. So I'm just hoping there's a couple things in there that just help with the overall maybe swelling of it and the, and the, the joint. We'll see. All right. Well, we'll, we're looking forward to episode 100 where you report back on uh, the success and or not of your your, your drug trials. Good luck. Or fucking die from some toxic medicine thing that I'm taking. (laughs) Well, then we wouldn't have to worry about recording any more episodes. Yeah. You're like, well, we did stop at 100. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you ready for some Am I the Asshole? Yes. All right. Let's let's do do it. All right. These are curated uh, from today, actually. So, as as we've always done in the last couple of episodes, I will read you the the title, get your opinion on it, and then we'll we'll go into detail as to what actually happened because some of these titles are pretty uh, pretty vague. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling a colleague their disability is not a free pass to be an asshole, and I got them suspended? Am I the asshole? Oh, this is a, this is a work I think, environment. I think when somebody, uh, look, I don't know if this is the right answer or not, but it's how I feel. When somebody has a disability, you need to give them that little bit of leeway. Okay. It doesn't mean that they can be a complete douchebag. So I might change my answer, but I would think that person is to start being the asshole. Okay. All right. So this person, 29-year-old male, uh, also disabled, uh, not in a wheelchair, he has a colostomy bag. Ooh, crip on crip crime. Yeah. So, uh, he, but as, as you can imagine, most colostomy bags are pretty well hidden. But uh, I, I actually Googled this, like what it's like to have to empty one of these fuckers. And it, it, it's, it's not, you, you don't just stroll up to, uh, <laughs> to a sink or, or, a, or a toilet and do it. There's, there's some work and you need some space, right? All right. So his crime is he's working with this person and everybody had already said that this person is already a, a, a pretty, pretty big jerk when it comes to using their disability to kind of get on people and, and take advantage of it. Are you going to tell me what the other person's disability was at any time? Uh, or is that well, not they're important? in a wheelchair. They're in a wheelchair. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so I, I got to assume some, some form of, you know, not being able to use their, their legs. <laughs> Some form of legs not working. Yes, David. Well, I, I don't gonna, know if I'm they're quadriplegic or I, I, I don't know. Anyways, quadriplegic. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough <laughs> one to say. 
Anyways, so he goes to the bathroom to empty his colostomy bag. And uh, it's apparently at this work, they do have a specific bathroom for disabled people. Okay. Okay. So uh, all of a sudden he's in there and he hears a bang, 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 bang. What are you doing in there? Get out of there. So he opens after he finishes up after about a minute, he opens the door and then this, this lady who's in this wheelchair just tees off on him. Why are you, there's other bathrooms. Why are you using the, you know, the wheelchair accessible bathroom, blah, 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 blah. Right. So he says, calm down. I may not look it. I'm also disabled. And he explains to her and then she kind of goes off huffing and puffing. Right. So he doesn't think anything of it. He thinks she's probably embarrassed. Uh, and the next day he goes in once again, goes to use the, uh, the, the accessible bathroom and on the door, it says handwritten wheelchairs only. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, so what the, the, the guy with the colostomy bag needs to do is he definitely does need to sneak in and smear shit all over it. That's <laughs> one right. I know that's not the point of this, but that definitely needs to be done. So you, you're like me as I'm reading this, like my temper is building and building and I'm immediately thinking of all the shit that I would do just to piss this chick off. Right. The, the one thing though is, and I don't, is a colostomy bag really a disability though? Uh, I think it is. And, and again, I, I don't know. I, I don't have one. I don't know what it's like to have one, but based upon what I've read, uh, it's, it's, it's not, I mean, think about it. You're not sitting down to, to, to go number two, right? You're not taking a shit. You have to like take, pull this bag out. I'm assuming there's some sort of valve you have to open up and it probably mm-hmm. smells like shit. And then you have to dump it somewhere and then you have to flush it. Then you got to go clean it out. Then you got to, you know, put it all back together and put your clothes back on. So I don't think that's something that's very easy to do in a I normal agree. bathroom that doesn't have a lot of space. Right. And the way they described it was the other bathrooms, the men's and women's bathrooms, um, or I should say that the, the non accessible bathrooms hmm. were the non-binary. They bathrooms had multiple stalls. Whereas this wheelchair accessible bathroom was just, you lock the door and you're the only one in there. All right. So uh, part, part of me sees, sees why he would choose to use those. But the other thing is um, just because it's a, it's a, I don't want to use the word handicap, but I guess that's the word you have to use just because it's a handicap bathroom doesn't mean it's only a handicap bathroom. Right. You're supposed to get priority, just like the seats on uh, subways and trains, right. right? Sorry. I also don't like the game of my disabilities worse than yours. Which yeah. is what this oh, person sure. is doing. Yeah. Right? So if if we say that I know it's an inconvenience, I don't know if it's a disability, but I think you're right. It's enough where you want a little bit more room when um you gotta let it out, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Um <laughs> I do think you want a little more room. So I, I'm fine with that. I, I'm fine with the person using the bathroom. I think the lady in the wheelchair. And now you've made me have to be the one to say the lady in the wheelchair is being an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So he ended up, uh, he he ended up telling his, his, uh, his coworkers and then, uh, she got, they both got suspended pending further investigation. That's where the, uh, that's where the note ends. So I don't know how it turned out, but, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, he is not the asshole. Yeah, I agree. He is not the lady in the wheelchair is. Yeah. And not because right. she's in an asshole, people. And not because she's in a wheelchair, people. Don't go writing in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one's juicy. All right. Am I the asshole for refusing to spend Christmas with my family because my sister will be there? 
And I, you know I picked this very specifically <laughs> because of you. Let's just say I was in the same situation. <laughs> I would not consider myself the asshole. All right, let me give you the details on this one. And, and this is where it gets absolutely crazy. So the, the, the person posting this is a female, 24 years old. She's married um, to her husband of two years. And um, something happened to her sister when she was 17 years old. She was in a horrific car accident. Okay. She was in a coma for three weeks. All right. And she spent months in physical speech therapy and ended up suffering what the doctor says is hypersexuality. Whoa. All right. So I don't, I don't know how a car accident leads to hypersexuality, but I got to believe there's some, some form of brain damage, right? That caused some crazy shit to happen. And as a result, this, this girl is off her rocker when it comes to being overtly sexual. And apparently every time they're together, she hits on her husband and the whole family just laughs it off saying, look, it's not her fault. You know, it's, you know, it's a disability or, or it's, you know, it's a, some sort of an ailment. Right. But she's like, I'm over it. I'm over, I'm tired of normalizing the fact that it's okay for my sister to literally throw herself at my husband because of, you know, something that happened to her a bunch of years ago. I have a question and a comment. My first question is, do you think I would go through a draw of those hymns, condoms, if maybe my wife hit a tree or something? <laughs> maybe safe type thing, maybe? Um, look, this again. What I'm not you, saying yes, did, but I'm saying you may want to get your brakes checked. <laughs> what did you uh, Google today? Am I the asshole disability special? Um, no, so I, I just, I think, there's, there's, a, there's a forum where I look them all up and I pick the best. I cherry pick the best ones. Gotcha. Look, I think in this case, yes, she is being the asshole because it is a disease. Her sister has a disease, right? And it's a disability as well as a disease or disease, not a disability, not a disease. However you want to, however you want to call it where it doesn't fucking piss people off. But she's got a problem, right? Well, so, I don't even care about who's the asshole in this. I just want to know who else has this disease. <laughs> how do you get it? <laughs> or how do you so, give it to somebody? Look, I think... Um, the interesting thing about that, obviously, because you talked about my sister, I would go somewhere that my sister's at. I will not talk to her the whole time. Like that's happened a couple times over the last 15 years, even before my brother's funeral, where at my brother's funeral, when she came over to me and tried to give me a hug, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, you're not part of this family. Don't try to hug me. Move on. But we've been at other things where we've just walked by each other in the hallway as if we were like two different people on the line at a supermarket. Like yeah. we didn't say anything. I didn't talk to her. I didn't even look at her. Like, well, just, th- there's a whole way, history there that yeah. some of our listeners don't know about. So we should probably leave it yeah. at that. It was, right. I was hypersexualized hitting on her husband. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, here's one a fun more. one. Cause I thought about this one. All right, hold on. If there's only one more then I'm going to pick the better one of the two. All right. So am I the asshole for double checking my girlfriend's cultural customs with someone else? No, that's totally acceptable. Totally acceptable? Totally acceptable. All right, here's the story. So he's been, he doesn't say what culture, all right? So we're going to have to guess here. But I've been dating my girlfriend for about three months, and she recently invited me to spend the holidays with her family. I can see us getting serious, so this seemed like a great next step for our relationship. Except for the weird thing she sprung on me. I was expected to buy all of the women in her family gold, 
or sterling silver jewelry as a gift. So hold on. You told me, do I question whether or not him asking somebody? I'm not buying them shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's okay to ask somebody about it, but I'm not going around buying all these people I've never met all this shit. Well, she said it was, a, it was a cultural custom to bring gold or sterling silver to all the women in the family. So now, all of a sudden, this guy's like, well, what the, f-? like, really? Like, I, I don't know of a culture that's like that. You know what? So to be fair to this um, gypsy-style culture, um, <laughs> to be fair, when we've gone to see, when she was still alive, when we've gone to see my wife's grandmother, who's Asian, Chinese, mm-hmm. We've had to give her money. That's part of the cultural tradition. Yeah. You give her basically the equivalent of like 150 bucks. So we gave it in Hong Kong dollars. But so you do that each time. Not like if you're there for a week, you don't do it every day you see her. But anytime you make that initial visit, you're supposed to give them money. Yeah, so, that's, a, that's a pretty common thing in Polynesian cultures too, like Samoans. Yeah. Um, anytime so, you go see the family members. So I so, guess I, I have kind of done that. I mean, that is, that is part of the tradition. So anyway, so this guy goes and he's like, I, I got to fucking ask, right? So he starts asking people that are of the same culture as his girlfriend, his new girlfriend. And they're like, dude, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, you're getting railroaded. Yeah, it, that is the culture in the uh, grifters community, though. <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah, so, like the, now, so here's the problem now. If your girlfriend, whatever she is at the time, however long they've been dating, if she's lying to him about that, And look, there are some times when there's a cultural thing and then there's an in-practice thing. Because every once in a while you run into that too, where you bring something up to 10 people and nine of them are like, no, that's not the way it has to be. But it it is done like that a lot of times, right? So Mm -hmm. there could be that area of gray. So if giving her the benefit of the doubt, if there is that area of gray, then she's not the asshole. If she just lied to him to get shit for her family, then she is the asshole. Did he buy the stuff? Does he say if he bought it? No, he says he brought it. He asked a bunch of friends and they all said, no, that sounds excessive. He went back to her and told her that he asked a bunch of friends and she got ridiculously pissed at him because he didn't believe her. And it seems for good reason. Yeah. <laughs> he's not I the had asshole. A, yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely not the asshole. I don't, I don't think at all. I used to have a Japanese client, and before we went on site, they they gave us a cultural lesson. And so they brought in a Japanese guy, and the guy said to us, he said, look, there will be many things that you're going to do wrong that they'll be okay with. He's like, they know you're not Japanese, so they are more than lenient on certain things. And he's like, I don't remember the other ones. I only remember this one particular one. He's like, one thing they will not be lenient on is how you treat their business card. Hmm. He's like, you, they hand it to you. If you pay attention, they hand it to you with both hands, right? So they're holding the two corners. They hand it to you with both hands. So you don't hold it and put it in your pocket? (laughs) The meeting's over if you do that. (laughs) So the guy's like, you would take it from them. You look at it for a couple seconds. He goes, you thank them for it. When you sit down, you put it on the table like where their position is to show the respect of you're lining them up with their business card. Mm-hmm. He's like, you cannot fucking put it in your pocket. You cannot throw it in your planner. You cannot be like, oh, this is great. I'll call you late. He's like, that is something. He goes, the meeting will be over as soon as you walk in. 
And he's like, and he, and he told us a couple others, but I don't remember those as much as the business card one. That's interesting. I never knew that. Yeah. And it's funny because even um, my uh, dry cleaning uh, family, they own the place. They're, they're Japanese. The lady does some of those same things with like my receipt and my credit card, like the when she gives it to me. And now I'm like, this this has to go in my pocket. <laughs> like, I'm thinking this. I don't say it to her, but I'm like, this is my, my credit card. Like, what am I supposed well, to like do? So, I usually rip up receipts. <laughs> yeah. Is that offensive? So I actually, I've noticed, I've gotten in the habit of just holding it in my hand until I walk out. Really? Because she gives it to me the exact same way they would give you a business card. So, Well, that could be useful information for me, Michael. I do have a yeah. five-hour layover in uh, Tokyo next year. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I figured you'd uh, like try to sign up for like some Tokyo drift classes or something. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Um, this was episode number 99. Next yep. episode will be episode number 100. We want to do it right. Um, so we're asking anyone who has a favorite game that we've played before or a favorite skit that we've done, or some sort of thing that we've done on any of the prior 99 episodes, please send an email to ridiculouslybored at gmail.com and let us know what it is. We would like to uh, maybe redo some of those games for the uh, what we are thinking it may be a double-sized 100th episode. Yeah, and we also, if anybody is interested in being on... If they can tolerate potentially some technical difficulties <laughs> as we go through that. But if anybody's interested in being on for a few minutes, you know, we might have a couple different people where we organize, you know, doing a mini recording with them and including it on there. Um, you got to be willing to bring your A game. I can't have another issue where hot chocolate freezes while he's on mic and he doesn't know what the hell to say. One of the legitimately funniest people I know was boring as fuck when we brought him on. <laughs> he just didn't know what to do. <laughs> so if you're interested in being on, I also, as we've talked about, I'm going to try to learn how to do some editing myself. I haven't tried yet. It's oh, I need the Christmas break. I'm going to try to record some episodes with some guest stars for a, a little bit where that way when David does free up and he can rejoin, he will. And in the meantime, I'll be able to, um, I will be able to be like Trump, Kanye, Twitter files. Like I'll be able to do all that and, and not have to wait <laughs> weeks to do it. All right. Uh, Anything else, David? Uh, yes. One more thing. Uh, officially, you are the asshole. But With I'm that, in. I'm Michael Carter. And I'm David Michael. <laughs> and we are the asshole. Ridiculously bored. <laughs> <laughs>